Hello everybody, I am Lucia Matuonto and welcome to the Relatable Voice podcast, a talk show where my guests and I talk about relatable everyday situations, books, and the environment we live in. Remember to subscribe and follow the podcast on social media so you can be notified when a new episode is available. Let's begin. Today, we are headed to New Jersey for a chat with Ben Living. Ben is an accomplished author with four books under his belt. The series of four books entitled Nelly's Friends, Only the Race, the Young Adult Novel, In the Hole, and Ghost Wars. What's truly remarkable about Ben is his pride in being autistic. He uses his whole as an author on the spectrum to show that autism isn't a setback, but a unique gift. My dear Ben, welcome to the Relatable Voice podcast. Thank you. Thank you so much for having me. Of course, Ben, it's fantastic to have you here today. And for our listeners, I had the privilege of interviewing Ben two years ago when he was just 18 years old and had just published In the Hole. It's also been great to hear that you are now studying at Fali Dixon University in Montvale. And I have to tell you that I am very, very proud of you. Thank you so much. Yes, of course, Ben. So could you share a bit about your college experience so far? I love Fairleigh Dickinson so much. It's made me feel so independent even though I'm still a slob, but I'm, I've made tons of friends. I have a great community and minus a couple teach. Well, there was only one teacher I didn't really like, but, but I've had some really good classes so far. That sounds amazing, Ben, that you, you felt as if you were part of the environment and you made friends. And what is your major? Creative writing. Ah, of course. <laughs> and Ben, did you encounter any challenges adjusting to college life and being away from home? I struggle with disorganization. And because of that, sometimes I don't always write everything down. I'm trying to get better at scheduling myself. And while I've improved a little, I still have space to go. Mm-hmm. But because I'm disorganized, it's not always easy to get my all my work done in time, but I'm working on that. Yeah, I understand. Last I... year in composition class, I wrote really great papers, but I kept forgetting to submit many assignments, which brought me down to a C and... My teacher told a woman who worked with me that if I submitted those, I would have aced the class. Definitely mm-hmm. good to remember for the future. Mm-hmm. Don't you use an agenda or 
something that reminds you about your deadlines? I use I started working with an executive functioning coach to schedule assignments. This is good. Your major in creative writing is very inspiring. Are there specific parts of the program that have been especially helpful in honing your writing skills? That's a really good question. I can't think of any specifically, but yes, mm-hmm. I have gotten some help, especially when I took creative writing my fall semester. Next semester, I'm taking playwriting and nonfiction. I'm really excited for both of them, especially playwriting. Mm-hmm. I've been into writing scripts for a little over a year, and I want to get better at it. And you usually write fiction, am I correct, Ben? Yes, the only nonfiction I've written is a ton of biographies. Okay. And what do you like writing the most? Probably fiction. My four favorite things to write about are friendship, animals, history, and sports. And Ben, for our listeners who might not have caught your previous interview, could you give us a glimpse into your childhood and background? Sure. I was diagnosed when I was four, but my parents didn't think I could live a complete life back then with it. Most parents didn't. They found this program which helped me get better skills, skills I needed in order to do well in life. Well, the program did improve my skills needed it also gave me the message that I was being cured and that led to a lot of confusion for me as well as feelings of inferiority even for once having it in eighth grade I switched schools and after realizing most people didn't think autism could be cured I kept it a secret because I didn't want to seem like a crazy person. But at the same time, what I didn't realize until years later was that deep down, part of the reason I was doing it was because I wanted a fresh start where no one knew and to just rip it out, move on. I... I made so many friends that year. It became like almost in an unhealthy way. I started depending on my friendships for validation. I realized all of this in 11th grade and started wondering what the right thing to do was until I figured out with the help of a close relative who who didn't think you could recover. I helped understand that you couldn't, but that I shouldn't have been ashamed in the first place and that autism isn't a negative. Sure, it's tricky but to deal with sometimes, but it's worth it. And there's so much joy that comes from it too. Yeah. Skill. A lot of autistic people have special skills and they have an amazing community and Besides, the world would be pretty boring if everyone was neurotypical. 
six weeks after I accepted it on April 3rd, I posted about learning to accept and embrace my autism. I will never forget the night I posted and what it was like to get so much support. Mm -hmm. I also realized with the help of others that I had a chance to change the way autism is viewed and, and help work for our equality. Um, as a physical therapist who has worked with children with autism and various neurological syndromes across different countries, I must say your commitment to showcasing autism as a gift is truly commendable, Ben. I I greatly appreciate your perspective, and I wish there were more people who could encourage neurodivergent children to pursue their dreams. So I, I really appreciate you, Ben. And can you share when you decided to step into the roles of an author and an activist? Activist was right after I posted I realized I had a platform that could make change. Author happened after I turned 10. I've always loved stories, but it didn't happen. I didn't start actually writing until after my mom kept accidentally referring to a story I made up as a book. So I decided to write down my stories and turn them into books. The support of your family was crucial for you, Ben. Absolutely. And let's dive into your literary works. Okay. <laughs> so could you tell us about your latest book, Ollie and the Race? Was it the latest? Ollie and the Race isn't my latest book. Which one is your which one you want to talk about? Good question. I'm fine talking about any of them. I did just finish writing a collection of fairy tales rewritten to make the main characters autistic. I wrote 10 of these fairy tales. The Frog Prince, Hansel and Gretel, The Little Mermaid, Goldilocks and the Three Bears, Sleeping Beauty, Six Servants, Little Red Riding, Beauty and the Beast, The Ugly Duckling, and Pinocchio. So how many books are they going to be? They're going to be one big collection. So the characters are autistic. Yes. Tell us Sleeping more. Beauty, for example, mostly I do the main characters. In Sleeping Beauty, the characters who I made autistic were the evil fairy, allegedly evil fairy, and, the, and Sleeping Beauty's prince. Do they have the same names or you created completely different Completely um, different names. Mm -hmm. And uh, when are you going to be publishing this whole collection? I don't know yet. I I just finished writing it. I still have to type it up or my mom usually types them up, but she's been trying to get me to do it more. Currently, the compromise is that I read it to her while she types. 
undoubtedly, Ben, you've become a role model for many people. Thank you. So how do you embrace this influential role and what essential messages or advice do you aim to convey to individuals, especially those facing challenges similar to yours? Don't give up and embrace who you are. You are capable of anything. From where do you get your strength? I feel like most of it comes from my supporting cast, like my family and my friends, you. Thank you. And uh, what do you like doing in your spare time when you are not writing? I like to go on walks. I some swim or garden, though not often. I like catching up with friends. Understanding the experiences of autistic individuals can be challenging for some. You know, sometimes people, they, they don't know anything about neurodivergent people. Yeah. Mm -hmm. When I dressed as Sam Gardner for Halloween in senior year, it was my first Halloween since accepting my autism and learning to embrace it. And I wanted to start, and I came up with a theme, which I carried out the next year, too, when I was Sean Murphy for Good Doctor. Besides the point, when I was Sam Gardner, I wore I wore headphones as part of my costume because Sam wears sensory headphones because he, because sometimes for autistic people, not all of us, we are not a monolith, but some, but for some, loud noises or noise in general can be very overstimulating to handle. Mm-hmm. When, as, because co- headphones were part of my costume, one guy kept teasing me and saying I was listening tunes, which actually offended me a little because it showed... Because even after I explained that that they were sensory headphones to help protect my ears as Sam, he mm-hmm. still kept going with it. It was, I don't think it was meant to be intentionally harmful, but the ignorance in that bothered me a lot. Like, part of me wishes people knew more about autism so they'd understand the point of the headphones had was not listening to tunes at all. If anything, that would have probably made them worse. Yeah, exactly. We need to spread more information, Ben, about autism. And if, yeah. you, if you could share one insight or advice, a piece of advice to foster better empathy and understanding, what would it be? Hmm. To foster better empathy and understanding? Mm -hmm. Listen. I mean, that's the best advice I can get. Listen to other people, especially those who struggle. Yeah, 
you listen, you understand, and then you read ab more about that subject, and you you become a more understandable person. And in reality, then we are all different, and the differences are. are fine. It's okay to be different. It is. And Ben, also, your statement about autistic individuals needing help to step out of their words resonates strongly. I don't love the word disabled. I prefer differently abled. However, oh, for some, the word disabled actually brings a lot of pride, which is something... I can understand. And at the same time, I feel like, especially since the world was made more for neurotypicals than for us, we, it's not our neurodiversity that disables us. It's more a lack of accommodations. And if people were more accommodating and gave more effort to making it easier to be in this world, like accommodations for classes and things, then you may not even be able to tell that you're disabled. Yeah. And Ben, Leslie, what's next for you? A I lot plan of on coming back home except the school I went to prior to eighth grade I want to live in that community and and just hopefully teach creative writing yep possibly English as a whole I'm not certain I'm capable of that but I still have time to learn Ben would you like to leave a message for our listeners today for autistic and allistic communities that are listening to us today. For artists, I say embrace who you are and follow your dreams. It's a little hard to think about what to say to allistics. I think the important thing is, is to talk to us one of my favorite sayings is nothing about us without us so if you want to do good to us you have to ask you have to talk to us and you also have to try and help support our accommodations and do research when you're trying to help one thing i want to be very clear about i know they I know everyone thinks they've allegedly changed because they took cure out of their statement and they and they took down their offensive videos. Autism Speaks hasn't changed. They're just they're just trying to make their platform less offensive so they can still go into hiding. Their message is still more for helping families and hoping and and working to make us non non-existent anymore. Ben, you are a strong voice in this community. You are so young and brilliant. 
I'm sure, will help to change many, many things. Yeah. Last summer, the mom of a close friend of mine, whose daughter, whom I went to prom with, told their either their friend or their daughter, uh, no, not daughter, but their friend or either their sister or cousin about me. I don't remember. But they mentioned that I was their kid whom they went to prom with's friend and that I was on the spectrum and that I had, and that I published books and that person whom they told actually had a seven-year-old son who was autistic and the mom bought Ollie in the race and, and had me sign it for them. It was really special. Mm-hmm. Well, I think your parents are so, so proud of everything that are. you are achieving. And the most important thing now is to know where can our listeners find you? And of course, your books. For my books, you can buy them either on Amazon or jumpmasterpress.com. And for and to find me, you can go to benlevinauthor.com or you can follow my Instagram, benlevinauthor. This month marks 10 years since I started writing. 10 years. So, yeah, you told me you started when you were 10 years old. In, in August. Congratulations, Ben. Thank you. Yeah. I really appreciate your your time here today. Thank you for having me. Of course, for sharing your inspiring insights and experiences. Your journey, Ben, is truly remarkable. And your dedication to advocating for a more inclusive and understanding society is truly admirable don't stop and never promise me please i won't i promise okay for our listeners i would like to tell you that you will be able to learn more about ben in our magazine the relatable voice and thank you very much for following us leaving reviews and to stay here supporting us. The Relatable Voice is it's just the Relatable Voice because you are always here with us. Thank you very much. And Ben, enjoy your vacations. You too. If you enjoyed this episode, be sure to subscribe so you'll be notified when the next one is posted. Please rate this podcast and share it with your friends. Thank you for listening. And remember, relationships don't exist. Relating does. Until next time.